Hey, it's Dawn. Hello, hello, it's Anya. Hey, it's Alyssa. Welcome to the podcast. Where it's spelled like D-A-A, but pronounced like duh. And today we're going to be talking about coral reefs and ocean acidification. Oh, that reminds me. Did you guys hear about my neighborhood? Uh, where at? Over my highway? Yeah. So what happened? So my highway was getting worked on, and our fish got poisoned. And they were like about five feet long and we had to bury them near the pond dang that's like really long <laughs> what did you do with them well after we buried them we didn't really you didn't keep them no why, why would they keep them you don't like eat them Anya, why would you want to eat it it's for food okay but they died of something there so there's probably toxins in them i mean we talked about this <laughs> Free food is free food. I'm you, just saying. You know what? You're going to be the one to eat them, and next thing you know, you're glowing in the dark. Oh my gosh. I mean, right though. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying before, here's to coral reefs and ocean acidification. First, let's start off with what is acidification? Well, I am glad you asked. <laughs> it is the action or process of making or becoming acidic. So what causes acidification? Oh, well, ocean ocean acidification is happening because there's just like too much carbon dioxide being released into the atmosphere. The rate at which we're pumping it into our atmosphere is starting to become a concern. There's two major sources for this inf influx of atmosphere, of CO2, fossil fuels emission, and deforestation. Carbon dioxide has been around since the Earth was created. Crazy, right? So why is it just now becoming a concern? Well, because it's been a concern for a while now. We're just starting to be quote unquote big news. So what big impact is it having on our environment? Well, it has really affected the ocean. The highest acidification levels in the ocean are starting to cause our coral reefs to become bleached. They're dying off and fading. For those who may not know, what, what is coral bleaching? It's when the water is too warm and it has too much CO2 in it. The corals will expel an algae living in their tissues, which will cause the coral to turn completely white. Can coral reefs survive bleaching? Yes, corals, corals can survive a, ble a bleaching event, but they're under more stress and are more subject to morality. So is there anything that we can do to help it? We can stop ocean acidification by cutting carbon pollution drastically and immediately. Did you know that in 2016, about half of the Barrier Reef died? That's insane. That's so sad to think about because the Great Barrier Reef is a home in protection to over a third of marine species. There's a scientist who stated that if you wipe out the, uh, wipe out the whole like Great Barrier Reef, you're like killing over a third of the population. The amount of corals coming to live and grow there declined by 89% just in 2016 alone, all due to global warming and acidic water. If anyone knows me, they already know I'm a huge ocean and marine life nerd. Picking this topic and studying, studying it has made me love it, but also has made me feel so heartbroken to see what we're actually doing to our oceans. It's hard to see something so fascinating and so beautiful get demolished and ruined. This is this is a really moving and eye-opening topic. I mean, think of us as flowers. Everybody loves flowers. They're gorgeous. They come in all different shapes and colors and even scents. They thrive and they look gorgeous and everyone pays attention, but when they die off, people just can't wait for the flowers to come back. 
Coral reefs are the same way. There are gorgeous groups of living creatures. They come in all sorts of colors and styles. People should pay attention because unlike flowers, if we stop caring, the coral isn't coming back next season. The coral is gone for good and the marine population is facing a downfall. There were a couple quotes that I thought really kind of blew my mind once you take it into consideration and comprehend it all. One that really had me awestruck was where it said, we used to think that the Great Barrier Reef was too big to fail, until now. It's no longer ecological chaos, it is now an ecological collapse. That's insanity, to think something so great could ever fail, and it sadly has. There was a quote I really thought was so deep when one article stated, it's more than an alarm bell, it's an air raid siren. I just, I don't even know if I have the right words to describe this all. It's a really rough topic to be talking about, but it's good that we're actually starting to shed some light on it. Why don't we read off a few little key points and facts? Sounds great! A study found the extent of coral building in 69 reefs within the Great Barrier Reef complex had declined by 42% since 1990. Another paper estimates coral's cover across the barrier reefs is as low as 20 to 30%, a significant drop compared to the 1960s. Coral reefs form the most diverse habitats in the ocean, and their presence is essential to the survival of thousands of other marine species. Many of which we rely on food for. Some studies have shown 52 to 73% decline in a larval sediment on reefs that have, are experiencing lower pH levels. Warmer water temperatures can result in coral bleaching. When water is too warm, corals will expel the algae, living in their tissues, causing the coral to completely turn white. This is called coral bleaching. When a coral bleaches, it is not dead. Corals can survive a bleaching event, but they are under a lot more stress and they are more likely to die. I know by this point, you're probably like, oh my gosh, I get it. The corals are dying. But really think about this. What do you think life is going to be like when we lose part of our food supply because we wiped out a third of a population? People better start farming. I ain't sharing no food. <laughs> Life would be absolutely insane. Everyone's gonna have to grow a garden. The world just turns into one of those video games where everyone in town owns a cow on a farm. That would be interesting. <laughs> yes, indeed. Anyway, I think this about wraps it up on our podcast. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. And I'm Anya. I'm Dawn. I'm Alyssa. Thanks for listening. Me.